Today we begin a seven-week series on discipleship. And this series on discipleship is one that I'll talk about in a little bit. But discipleship is a journey that we go on as followers of Christ. You see, Jesus says, follow me more than he says anything else to his disciples. He teaches and he leads and he shows all about how to follow. And that following is not always easy. But as a disciple, as a follower, we learn and we help spread Jesus's message here on earth. Jesus calls each of us to follow. And most of us, I think, think that's a good idea. I mean, I imagine that you probably wouldn't be watching this wherever you are if you didn't think that following Jesus was at some level a good idea. But how do we go about learning how to follow? How do we learn from Jesus? How do we make our lives into more like Jesus's life? How do we change so that we're not just doing what we want but instead we are doing what God wants for us. See, this journey of discipleship is important. And we haven't just begun this journey right here today. We started over a year ago talking about the journey of discipleship, the way that we step through this path. We began over a year ago by discussing and identifying this idea of grace. Grace is where everything begins. Grace is when we know that God is true. We know <clears throat> that God is real. We know that we are loved by God <clears throat> and nothing we've done causes God to love us. And yet God loves us just the same. And when we know that that is true, that we are loved no matter what we do or no matter what we have done, then we are grateful. That gratitude is what begins this process. That gratitude is what starts us on this journey. When we feel God's love, we can't help but be thankful, grateful, by what God has done for us. Now, that gratitude as we nurture becomes something of generosity. We go from being simply thankful or grateful for what God has done to realizing that we have something we can give. We are given gifts ourselves. We are given abilities and opportunities, and we can be generous with those around us. We can help our friends, our family members, our neighbors. We can reach out to those in need and we can meet those needs. We can be generous with what we have been given. And that generosity begins to change us from the inside, begins to act on us and mold us and reform us and transform us. But it doesn't stop there. That generosity, although it makes a big change, is nothing like the commitment we make in discipleship. Now, we can like Jesus, and we can think that Jesus was a great guy and did good things, and we might even want to do some good things ourselves. But until we actually make a commitment to living a particular way of life as a disciple of Jesus, we're not really getting everything we could. We're not being transformed as God hopes that we will be transformed. And thus, we come to today when we begin to unpack this idea of discipleship. Discipleship is complicated, and discipleship is a lifetime journey. Now, what I want to invite you to do is begin a process of self-reflection, not just today, but over these next two months. Self-reflection about where you are on this journey. 
Where do you find yourselves on this path? Do you find yourself at the very beginning where you simply know God is real and you are loved? Great. Have you taken another step? Have you begun to understand gratitude? To make that an anchor of your life, a root of your life? Or perhaps you've gone so far as to begin to be generous to those around you, generous in the way you live, confident that you have something that you can give to make this world a better place. Or perhaps you've already stepped into this role of discipleship, this commitment, this sacrifice to go beyond simply generosity into something that begins to change everything about the way you see the world and the way you live in this world. Now, as I was thinking about this journey of discipleship, this path that we are called to be on, I began to think about maps. I love maps. And I used to, as a kid, use paper maps. Remember those? Before we had screens, we actually like had physical maps. But I bet almost everyone who's watching this has used a digital map at some point recently. Those maps are super helpful because we all need to know how to get from one place to another. And when we put in those coordinates like Google Maps or don't use Apple Maps, but Google Maps, as you use something that's good to help you figure out the way to go, there are lots of variables, different paths that we can take. And those paths vary based on things like traffic or tolls or construction or even weather. Different paths take different amounts of time and different distances. And although there are lots of variables that go into how we get from one place to another, there are two components to any journey that we must know. We must know where we want to go and we must know where we are. Those two components must be present if any journey trip is going to be worthwhile. Let's start with the end point. This end point, our goal, as Christians or as people seeking after God, the end point is probably relatively clear. We want to be with God. We want to be in communion with God. We want to be in one with God. We want to be with God forever. That eternal life, that heaven, that reality where we and God are one. That's the end goal. But how we get there is not always clear because how we get there depends on where we start. And that starting point matters. We know when we want to go from point A to point B, we've got to know our current location. So where are you? Where are you? Where's your current location on this journey? What is the starting point for you today? It may not be at the beginning. It may be well down the path. But one of the things I want to invite you to do over these next few weeks is begin to be honest. Wrestle with the idea of where you are on that path because we can't get to the end point unless we know where we are right now. So where are you on this journey? See, grace, gratitude, generosity, and then discipleship. It's all a good process, a good goal. But discipleship is really about following Jesus in a sacrificial way. And we begin to take a step toward discipleship when we realize that we actually need Jesus. We don't just like Jesus. We need Jesus 
in a very, very tangible way. That means that as we go about living our lives, we may run into ideas in the Bible that contradict Jesus, and we have to go with Jesus. We may, in our lives, find that the world around us contradicts Jesus. We got to go with Jesus. We may find that the people we love the most in our lives contradict the path that Jesus has put forward for us and We've got to go with Jesus. This is perhaps the hardest thing about genuine discipleship. This commitment that we make above all else is very difficult to make. Look at today's gospel lesson. We hear a story that Jesus tells about a parable because he is asked an important question. He's asked a question by a really nice person, a faithful person, someone active in their church and comes up to Jesus and says, Hey, Jesus, how many times are we supposed to forgive a person who hurts us, who sins against us, who damages our community? And they offer a suggestion, maybe seven times, because I bet we can all agree that sounds like a lot. Most of us know that if someone hurts us, we are very unlikely to forgive them seven times. And yet Jesus says, no, no, not seven, but 77. In other words, there is no point at which we stop loving one another, stop forgiving one another, stop prioritizing one another at no point does that end? But you see, this is really hard. Jesus knew. Jesus tells this parable today. Jesus tells parables in the past and will continue to tell these stories to try and encourage people to make a commitment that is impossible for us to do on our own. In fact, a few weeks ago, we heard a sermon here given by Mary where she talked about wheat and tares, these tares that are weeds and the way that the Bible typically tells this story, the way that we have inherited this story, is that there are good people and bad people. That there are seeds that are put out there as lives in the world. Some are good, some are bad, and at the end they'll be cleaned up. But that is not perhaps the most helpful way to understand that story. Instead, we have those good seeds and those bad seeds inside us, each one of us has the good and the bad that is in us and they wrestle and they fight. And you see, that's where discipleship comes in. Discipleship helps us to feed and focus and nurture the good in us so that it grows and thrives in a way that helps us to push down those weeds, to push down those bad ideas, those bad practices and habits that separate us from God, that moves us down this path in a way that actually changes us for good. Today, we begin this seven-week program on discipleship. And I wish you could be here in person for us to actually meet together because you see, we need one another. We need our community in order to help make this as good as possible. And so since you can't all come here, we're coming to you. This Sunday begins a sermon series that will continue through the end of October, but it's not just a sermon series. 
All of the active members in our congregation received journals in the mail, physical journals, and are invited every single day through this series to reflect on small but very important biblical ideas about the way that discipleship actually impacts our lives. You are invited to journal every day about the ways in which we struggle to be disciples of Jesus. In addition, we have a new podcast series that is beginning tomorrow, and those podcasts will reflect on issues of discipleship. You'll hear from the clergy and from some of our worship leaders about the ways in which we all struggle to be good disciples of Jesus. We may be separated physically, but we are not separated spiritually. And as we go through these next two months together, I hope that you feel the support of this community, feel the support of your neighbors who are striving like you to get to that honest, real discipleship. Following Jesus is not easy or convenient, and we'll talk a lot more about that over these next few weeks. And the journey of discipleship is not easy either. But this journey is what our lives are all about. This journey of discipleship is what God created us to do, to change our lives and to change our world for the better. Even though this journey of discipleship is not easy, we can walk this path together. And when we do so, change our lives for good. There's a lot of work to be done. So let's get to it. Amen.